Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access. That strategy doesn't work, and that's why we were seeing so high turnover in the industry when it comes to retention. So when I stopped and just looked at what was happening, what I realized was a massive part of the problem was that people didn't have clarity or direction. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. If you have an online business, especially if it's an online course or a membership, then you know that you need a common cause that your students and members are focused on. I talk about this all the time because it's that first pillar of my community cultivated framework. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you want to go back and you want to listen to episode one of this podcast. That's how important it is. It was the first episode of this podcast where I go deep on the importance of having a common cause. And in that, I talk about three elements. First being purpose second being a path, and third being progress and measuring and knowing your members' progress. I mention the success path by a guy named Stu McLaren because the success path is the best way to really map out your common cause for your members, to help them see the journey that they have ahead, that path that you're looking to create, and then to help them be able to measure progress. So when I was thinking about who I wanted to be the very first guest on this podcast, I knew immediately who it was going to be, my friend Stu. I needed him to come and detail for you all what the success path is because it's so essential. So if you know Stu, you know him as the membership guy. He started something called Wishlist Member, which was a WordPress plugin for memberships back in the day in 2008 before memberships were popular. In fact, that's the software that I used for my very first membership as well. He then went on to become partners with Michael Hyatt in Platform University and then to create and launch his very own program called the Membership Experience, where he helps people create recurring revenue in their business using what they already know, love, and do. And it's known for the community. So I'm going to ask him a little bit about that because people join that program just to see what happens in the community. I know because I was his director of community for three years. And Sue also has the Marketing Your Business podcast. If you're not subscribed to that, you want to do that as well. But we have become good friends. I started out as a student in his community, then went on to work alongside him. I'm a part of his mastermind, which is an incredible community of business owners. And we've just been friends over the years. And so I am very grateful, Stu, that you are here and you're giving me grace as my very first podcast guest. Well, I'm first of all honored to be here, number one, number two to be your first guest, that's amazing. And I love what you are doing. And I love the message that you're sharing because you were so instrumental in our company and helping, you know, cultivate our community. And uh, there's nobody better to be able to teach this. So thank you so much for having me. And I'm great to be, uh, great to be here. Yeah. Thank you, Stu. Okay. So typically I ask people when we first get started, 
for them to tell me about their favorite community and what they love about it. But I know you are going to tell me that the membership experience community is by far your favorite community. So can you tell me a little bit about what you think makes that community so unique and attracts such a really strong culture? Yeah, I'm really obviously biased because I love our people and I love our community. Uh, I think initially when we began the membership experience, formally it used to be called uh, Tribe and we uh, evolved that to now the membership experience, but the culture kind of developed organically. And it wasn't something that I, looking back, wish I could say I was super intentional about creating that you know community, but it happened organically. But it didn't take me very long to realize when it was beginning to happen, that this was something that I needed to be intentional about. This was something that I needed to double down on. And my first experience of that was at our live event. And during the live event, I'm taking questions and you actually popped up with a question and I could barely see you because the lights were bright, but I could see a shirt that you were wearing and I could just see kind of an outline of the shirt. And I didn't think anything of it. You asked your question, I responded. The next question was, I think, Jamie, and she popped up. And again, I can't really see because of the lights, but I could see that it looked like she was wearing the same T-shirt. And I remember that moment, I stopped for a second. I said, hang on, are you wearing the same shirt as Shannon? And she kind of giggled. And then all of a sudden, like there was like 12 of you who all stood up wearing the same T-shirt. And on the T-shirt was my face and all these silly little sayings that I don't even at that time, didn't even realize that I was saying, but that had become known as stoisms. And it was a turning point for me. Yeah, in that moment, I realized like, hey, there's something here because people are connecting on a level that is beyond just the content. And that's when I really started to pay attention to what I was saying and how I was saying it and creating this atmosphere that people wanted to be a part of. And I think that now, years later, I'm just so grateful because it gave me as the creator of the program an opportunity to just to be myself. And I think that that is probably one of the most freeing things for any creator. Before I was always trying to be the professional and trying to do it this way or trying to model that way or whatever. And it never totally felt comfortable for me. And I think that when I look at our community, what makes it special is that we don't take ourselves too seriously and we give people the chance to just be themselves and to lean into who they are with a common goal of generating recurring revenue, knowing what that then makes possible. The other thing that I think makes our community special is we check egos at the door. We're there to support that very first little bit of progress that somebody might make, whether that's getting clear on their success path or doing their founding member launch and welcoming that first member, or if it's somebody who is relaunching and welcoming thousands of members into their membership, every, every single win counts. And I think one of the things that I love about our community is the way we rally behind each other and really support each other. Because listen, there are many people who don't come from an environment of support. There are many people who face incredible challenges at home, even with loved ones second guessing what they're doing and how they're doing it, or challenges that we can't even begin to fathom. You know, there's a lot of heavy stuff going on in the world and we can't even begin to understand all that people are navigating at home. But I think that's what makes our community special is it's that one place where people can come, they feel safe, they feel like they can be themselves, they know that they're well supported. And hopefully along the way, we have 
a whole lot of fun doing what we do. And uh, I think that's what makes our community really special. That's so good. And yes, you definitely do have a lot of fun in the community for sure. But I, I love this because you're talking about this as you show up authentically as the leader of the community, you're creating space and safety for other people to do the same in this online marketing world, which is often full of a lot of smoke and mirrors and a lot of feeling like you have to wear masks. You don't really find that inside of your community. If it sounds like a unicorn community, it is. So you really need to be a part of it to experience it. But what I love is that you're not just there for the fun. You're not just there for the feel-good stuff. You are really passionate about helping people make progress in your program. You care deeply about the results of the people in your program. And I think that's probably where this whole development and concept of the success path came from because you're like, no, people actually need a path. They need to be able to see their results. And I, as the business owner, need to understand how to get them the transformation that I've sold them on and promised them. How many business owners are like, put all of their energy into the sale and then they get the sale and then they kind of disappear and they stop, like their energy goes away and goes back to getting the next sale. You really focus on making sure that you get the person the result because as you talk about all the time, that result leads to a story which is ultimately going to lead to the next sale. So tell me how you develop the success path and sort of what the core principles of it are. Well, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I'm a membership guy. So memberships and success with memberships fall into a bunch of different categories. There's obviously getting eyeballs to whatever it is that you're offering, like traffic, like that's the really important component. You know, another important component is conversion, being able to communicate and convey the value of what you're offering so that people raise their hand and say, yes, I want to be a part of that. But another big component of memberships is retention and keeping members happy and paying month after month. And the higher the retention, the more profits go directly to the business owner's bottom line. So for me, that's a really important piece that often gets overlooked in the membership world. And when I was looking at and working with so many different clients, many times they would have a decent amount of traffic because they got their following. They were good or okay at converting, but the one glaring area of opportunity was retention. So they'd get people in, but they were losing them just as fast as they were getting them in. And this is where you typically hear people who don't have a good retention strategy will say things like, oh, the average member only stays for three or four months. And I kept hearing that over and over and over again. And I'm like, that's pathetic. That's terrible. That's like, why not fix that problem? What I realized was a big part of the problem was that people were joining memberships with the you know intent of accomplishing some goal or achieving some result. But when they joined the membership, it was just a big vault of information, a big library of stuff. And the moment that a member comes in, with this big library of stuff, they get overwhelmed. And all it takes is just that seed of overwhelm. And when it's planted, it begins to grow into doubt, into fear, and they never begin to implement anything that they're learning. It would be like walking into a library without any organization of any of the books or categories and just randomly hoping to pick a book that was going to be of value. That strategy doesn't work. And that's why we were seeing so high turnover in the industry when it comes to retention. So when I stopped and just looked at what was happening, what I realized was a massive part of the problem was that people didn't have clarity or direction. 
And everybody was being treated like a one size fits all t-shirt. Like their situation was the same as everybody else. Like they were starting from the exact same place as everybody else. And that's not true either. So ultimately what came from that was this concept and this idea of a success path, whereby somebody comes into the membership and we guide them through identifying where they are on this journey. And based on that, what content is most important to them right now to be able to begin making progress toward that desired goal. Now, it sounds obvious, but what's not so obvious is how to structure that to be able to serve people at all different kinds of levels and be able to guide them accordingly to that one goal. But what has come from this has been kind of magical. It's allowed us to enable people to experience far more progress than ever before. And that progress creates momentum. And that momentum carries them through some of the more difficult challenges or things that may pop up along the way on their journey to get that result. The other thing that it does is it creates a measuring stick of success so that we can look back and we can say, amazing, look at where you were when you first joined the membership and look at where you are now and how much progress that you've made because of you know, your work here in this community. And it, in, just in doing that, just in helping people be able to reflect on where they were and where they are now, it immediately communicates the value of your membership and what it means to that person. And that in and of itself just equips them to never want to leave because they want to continue that kind of progress. And then thirdly, it has become by far the best marketing asset in any business. When you can share stories of progress of people at all different stages, of all different scenarios and all different types of markets, it speaks volumes to what it is that you're teaching and how it will help your audience. It is by far the best uh, marketing tool that any business can create. But that doesn't happen if we only focus on the big wins, so to speak, because most people can't relate to those people experiencing the big wins, but they can relate to the people that are one step in front of them. And that's where the success path is so powerful because it allows us to be able to speak to the progress and wins that people are having all along their journey, not just at the end. This is so good because you're identifying what I think a lot of people mistake the success path for like a checklist of things that you need to do when you enter into the program or even a course outline. And you mentioned that it helps you identify where you are on the journey. Not everybody is starting in the same place. And then you can leverage the assets inside of your program to help support them for that particular stage of the journey. And also mentioning how it serves in marketing because people want to join programs, especially now. I don't know if you're feeling it. I'm definitely seeing it, that there's an urgency. People are really looking for strong leaders that have proven results that are going to come in and really get their hands dirty and help them get results. And the success path helps them do that. So it becomes a great marketing asset because they're like, oh my gosh, no, wait, they really do understand where I'm at in my business and what I need. So break down for me. I know there's a uniqueness to the success path. Now you go super deep into this inside of the membership experience program. But give us a little insight into how this breaks down and how somebody can start crafting like a high-level version of a success path for themselves. Yeah, the high-level overview is that it contains four different elements. The first element are stages. And what I want you to think about here is that like uh, karate, for example, you don't go from the white belt to the black belt like that. There are different stages that you're going to go through. 
Similarly, like if you were learning how to paint, you're not going to go from not knowing how to paint to becoming the next Picasso like that. There's going to be a progression to that journey. The key thing for you and I as business owners is to think through, okay, if I were sitting down across from somebody and I were chatting with them and I'm trying to evaluate where are they in their journey, what key things am I looking for? And we'll get into this in a minute, but what we're trying to do is break it down into different stages. Are they a white belt? Are they a yellow belt? Are they a blue belt? Are they a purple belt, black belt? Like if we're thinking uh, similar to a karate, if we think of swimming, you know, if anybody's ever done swimming, you have a similar progression. My kids just started brand new swimming lessons with a new instructor. And the very first thing that he did was he was looking to evaluate, you know, how strong a swimmer they are in certain areas. You know, he asked them to do each a freestyle stroke, breaststroke, backstroke, and a butterfly. And he was just looking to see where are they at? And he's looking for different elements to gauge what stage they are at in terms of the strength of them being a swimmer. The same is true for us. So we want to break down what we are helping people do. In terms of if somebody were starting brand spanking new all the way to mastering what it is that you are teaching or accomplishing or achieving that result, what are the different stages that somebody may go through in order to get there? Now, I never recommend more than seven stages and never fewer than three. The sweet spot is five. This is typically what I work with clients to do is to identify five different stages. And the reason being is in the beginning, we actually want stages that are a little bit easier to progress through because it creates momentum for people. That's really important. They want to be able to see progress as they're moving through the stages. But then similarly, you know, in order to truly master a skill set or to truly get a result, it may take time. And so this is why you want to have a good range in terms of the levels at each stage. So first element are stages. The second element are descriptions of each stage. And I first kind of discovered this when I was business partners with Michael Hyatt. And one year we were looking to sell his goal setting course, which is five days to your best year ever. And Michael came up with an assessment and in the assessment, it assessed various areas of your life. And he wrote a description for each of the different areas and for the different stages of each area. Now I'm a fit guy. I've played sports my entire life. I still run, I still bike, I still play soccer. I'm a fit guy. And so if you were to ask me on a scale of one to 12, which was the you know range that Michael was giving, how fit I was, I would have said, I'm easily like 10, 11 or 12, like for sure, like I'm fit. But then when I read Michael's descriptions, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm probably more like a six or a seven, according to this scale. And this is what's important about the descriptions. It speaks to people so that they can quickly and easily identify, ah, that's where I'm at. And so how do we create a description that people connect to and quickly identify to be? Well, we want to talk about what are people thinking at that stage? What are people feeling at that stage? And what are people doing at that stage? So these descriptions paint a picture where people see themselves in that description and can quickly identify, okay, I'm at stage three. Oh, okay, I'm at stage two. Ah, actually, I'm at stage one. So when they read the description, they immediately identify with being at one of those stages. Now, what's also beautiful about this is the moment that they identify as being at a stage, they also see what is possible 
in the other stages ahead of them. So it foreshadows the progress that they can experience and how that will help benefit their life. Is it making sense so far, Shanna? Yeah, definitely. I, I love it because you're talking about how they can quickly and easily identify it, how it's not in their head where they think they are. It's pretty black and white. Like if you're in these stage, you've done these things and you're probably experiencing these things. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time, every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. I think at one point you told me to think about a Hallmark movie for that person in a day. Like, what does that look like? Paint that script for a day. And that was super helpful. And then even casting the vision of where they're going to go next. And you'll probably talk about this, but those milestones that they really need to achieve to get to that next stage. Yeah, that's exactly it. So the first thing that we've got to do for a success path is identify the stages. Second thing is write a description for each of the stages. The third thing is you hinted toward are the milestones. So again, imagine you're sitting down having coffee with the person and you're trying to identify like, where are they in this journey? You're probably going to be asking questions that indicate to you their level of expertise or what they can and can't do. So for example, like let's go back to my kids. So it's recent. So it's fresh in my memory. They're in the pool with their new instructor, McKenna, and he was asking them to do the different strokes. And he was noticing that in my daughter's case, Marla, she uh, was very, very good at breaststroke. But even within that, there were little technical things that she could do far better that she hadn't mastered yet. So as an example, mastery of those elements would be a milestone. Same with my son, Sam. He was really good at the freestyle stroke, but there were still things within that stroke that he hadn't mastered or milestones that he hadn't checked off yet that would indicate that he is better or, you know, worse in some cases. So a milestone is really a moment in that journey or in that stage that indicate somebody has accomplished something or has mastered something and therefore can move forward with their milestones or with their uh, stages. So again, think about karate, another great example. But just because somebody can punch and kick, it doesn't mean that they are instantly a black belt. Along that journey, they are mastering different skills. And in order to move from one belt to another, they have to demonstrate a level of mastery, so to speak, or have accomplished certain things in order to move to the next belt. The same is true for anybody that we are teaching. We want to know that they have mastered or have accomplished or have completed certain items before they move on to the next stage. That's what a milestone is. It's an indicator of a certain level of mastery or a certain level of progress, therefore enabling people to move to the next stage. So that's the third element. And then the fourth element is really easy. It, it's an action item. So if somebody hasn't mastered those milestones, what should they do? What should they focus on? And these are very black and white. It's not left up for interpretation. Oftentimes we'll see like somebody will have a milestone that says, you thought about X, Y, Z. Well, what's the level of thought that needs to go into? Is that like a two second thought? Like, oh, thinking about it. Okay, done. Therefore, I can move on. No, 
it might be something else. So that's why you don't want gray areas. And this is one of the big lessons that I learned from Michael when I was taking his assessment. The reason I was a six or seven and not a 10, 11 or 12, like I thought I was, was because he had very specific things that I have either done or haven't done that would indicate the progress. And the same is true here. We want to make it very clear, very black or white, whether somebody has done it or has not. Because if they haven't, then the next thing that we're going to focus them on are the action items. What do they then need to do in order to demonstrate that level of mastery or in order to you know begin uh, to experience uh, progress to the next stage? So um, stages, number one, descriptions, number two, milestones, number three, and action items are number four. This is what makes the basis of a success path. Oh, this is so good because it sets people up in their community to be able to celebrate because you've got clearly identified milestones. It sets them up to be able to hold people accountable to the progress that they want to make. So everybody is very clear on what the path is to run and what the next step is on the path. And it just gives people clarity in the clutter that can be a membership. So often we have so much content in there, especially if you've been a membership site owner for a few years, that people don't really know where to start. So you're able to use this path to craft a really unique journey and give them clarity on you're here, this is your next milestone focus, and these are the action steps that are going to help you get there. And oh, by the way, here are the pieces in our program that can support you with those particular action steps. And, and it's refreshing for people. Like when they come into a program, it's a relief that they don't have to learn all the things. In fact, all they got to focus on right now are just the few things that are going to help them grow. Coming back to the swimming instructors, one of the, the things that I love about this new swimming instructor, McKenna, was that he wasn't giving my kids a whole bunch of things that they had to remember and try to master. In fact, every time they did a length of the pool, he just gave them one thing. So he'd just say, hey, Sam, I just want you to point your belly higher to the sky when he was doing his backstroke. He didn't, he wasn't talking about his arms. He wasn't talking about his legs. He wasn't talking about his hands and how he had to come. No, he just said, Sam, next time, just point your belly higher to the sky. One thing to focus on. And it was refreshing. And I could see the progress in my kids. And Marla, as I said, her strong stroke is the breaststroke. But there was a one moment when she was practicing the freestyle stroke and she kept popping her head up and it was like, throwing her out of balance and all this kind of stuff. And McKenna just said, hey, Marlo, just next time, just keep your head in the water a little bit longer. One thing. And it was refreshing. You could see almost the weight lifted from my kid's shoulders. And what was amazing was because they didn't have to focus on all the different things, because he wasn't bombarding them with all the things that they had to do to improve, they were able to make so much more progress in such a short period of time. The same is true for people coming into our programs. If we bombard them with all the things that they've got to do, and they've got to learn this, and they've got to learn that, and they got to blah, 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 they get overwhelmed. But if we just say, you know what, forget all that right now, where you're at, just focus on these few things. It's just like, oh, and what happens is that people experience way more progress because you and I both know if they start focusing on just a few things, then they're going to begin building momentum for themselves and they're going to begin experience more progress and momentum begets momentum. It's like a snowball that just grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, somebody goes from not having a membership in my case to like Julie soul, who has never sold a thing in her life. But during the pandemic, um, other homeschooling parents were 
uh, asking her to share her art lessons. Now, she has never considered herself a businesswoman, never gone to business school, never sold, in her words, anything more than a candy bar for a fundraiser at school events. But she just did took one step at a time. She didn't focus on all the things of building a big business. She just focused on, hey, people are asking me about this. So then she started a free Facebook group and she started sharing her art lessons that she was giving her kids at home as she was homeschooling them. And then that Facebook group grew from nothing to a couple thousand people. And then she thought, well, this would maybe make for a great scenario for a membership because her people were asking her for more lessons. So then she did a founding member launch to this group that she had started from scratch. And she ended up welcoming just over 340 members in that founding member launch. And now she just took the next right step and the next right step. And within eight months, she had grown that membership to more than a thousand members. And by one year later, had grown that membership to more than 1400 plus members. She didn't start with the goal of building this big business with thousands and thousands of monthly paying members. She just took one step in front of the other. And that's my whole point. It's all about creating an environment for our people that uh, is naturally going to help them experience and make the most amount of progress. And the way you do that is you break down the big, hairy, scary goal into bite-sized chunks so that people are just focused on the few things that matter to them now. And inevitably, when you do that, it makes things clear, it makes it easy, and they're going to experience a heck of a lot more progress as a result. There are so many other stories like Julie's, like hundreds and hundreds of stories. I know having been in the community for as long as I have that prove that having a success path works because you are known for having more stories, more success in your programs than anybody else in the industry. So I really appreciate you breaking this all down. It really is the backbone, I think, of any membership site. But I also think it applies to courses. I don't care if you have a group coaching program. I don't care if you are a one-on-one consultant service provider. You can have a success path for your business. I think it's really helpful to you to know how to best serve your clients and your customers. And it's really helpful for them as well to see that journey to understand where they are, where they're going, and how you're going to help them get there. So Stu, if I were trying right now to sit down with my little notebook and start figuring out what a success path would be for my business, what's one piece of advice that you would give to people as they start to sort of embark on figuring this out for themselves? I'd start with the extremes, the two extreme ends. So extreme end number one on the left-hand side would be where is the very beginning place that people are starting from? Often this is the easiest one to think about, the easiest one to describe, because if somebody was starting from complete scratch, we know what they're thinking, what they're feeling, likely what they're doing or not doing. And it's very easy to begin there. And then the other one is the far right extreme one. This would be like They've accomplished the goal. They, they've mastered the skill set. What does that look like? Because we are often very clear about that end result. So starting with those two extremes is really powerful. And here's why. Because it immediately creates contrast between, quote, their old world and their new world. And when you have that contrast, it sets everything up, especially from a marketing and sales perspective. One of the fun things that I've started doing a lot more of this year is walking people through just a simple exercise of creating that contrast. And in doing so, 
it's empowering because as a business owner, you don't have to quote sell. All you need to do is describe these two worlds and inevitably on a subconscious level, people see, okay, like I see where I am and I see where I can be. Naturally, the next question is like, how do I get there better, faster, easier? And that's where our memberships or courses or coaching programs, all consulting, all of those things naturally fill that gap. Now start with the extremes and then I would work in with the in-between uh, stages. But first and foremost, the easiest thing to do is just start with those two extreme stages. Where are they now? And ultimately, where do they want to be? Describe those and map out the milestones and action items from there. I know the comparison exercise that you're talking about because you've had me do it and it actually made writing the copy for my website so easy because I had those clear comparisons. Well, here we go. I just need to talk about if you're here and you want to be here, this is what you need. So I love that. I love how you make things so simple for people to understand and apply these big concepts that seem really foreign to people, especially when they're new to the online space. So Stu, I know you have a lot of free resources that people can leverage to learn more about this and really start getting a better understanding of what a membership could look like for them because you and I both know that recurring revenue is very important, especially if you want that freedom lifestyle that so many entrepreneurs talk about. But I think it's so fascinating about you is that you only open up the doors to the membership experience once a year. It's every April is when you do it. And this is about to come up. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I have a membership and I need to scale it, or it feels clunky, I feel like I'm in the hamster wheel of content. Or if you're like, I feel like this membership thing is for me. I have a course and I want to be able to continue to serve people, or maybe I'm a one-on-one -on -one consultant and I'd like to be able to serve uh, more people with less time, then you definitely want to be a part of this. So Stu, tell me what is coming up, I believe on April 21st. Yes, you nailed it. Yeah. So um, every single year we go all out to create an amazing free experience for people where we really unlock what a membership might look like for your particular business. So as you said, like somebody might be hearing this and thinking, hmm, you know, I've got a vague or fuzzy idea for what a membership might look like. Come and join us for the free workshop because you'll have clarity and you'll have direction knowing exactly what that uh, membership could look like. Some people might just be thinking, okay, I've got an audience and how do I create a business around that audience? A membership is a perfect example. Vanya is somebody from our community who had a cooking blog. She just loved cooking and she just shared it all the time on her blog. And she had built this following of people who loved uh, hearing about what she was cooking, how she was doing it. Well, the magical part was uh, a mutual friend of ours, Tracy Harris, said to her, hey, Vanya, you should totally think about creating a business around this because you've clearly got a following of people who love you and would love to learn more from you. A membership is a great vehicle for that. So she joined us for our free workshop, ultimately ended up uh, launching a membership and now has thousands of members in her membership, all learning from her in a very similar way to what she was delivering for free. But now it's inside of a paid membership, which enables her to provide a higher level of value and learning environment for her audience and people. So if you've got an audience that you haven't built a business around, come join us because we'll show you exactly how to do that. And then similarly, for people who already have an established membership, this is a no-brainer because 
you're going to get so many ideas from this free workshop that will immediately make a bottom line difference in helping you get your membership to the next level. It all starts on April 21st, and we've got so many fun elements and surprises. And I will give you a hint. One of the bonus sessions that we may or may not be doing, wink, wink, um, will be walking you through how to create your messaging map. And so if you've uh, heard us talk here today about creating that contrast, I'm going to walk you through an amazing exercise that will create so much clarity for you in how to communicate the value of what you provide and how to immediately position what you offer in such a way that has people raising their hands saying, yes, please, I want to be a part of that. And in fact, very recently, I was delivering this exact workshop to a high-level mastermind. These are all women who all have very successful six, seven-figure uh, businesses. And I walked through this exercise, and uh, in particular, I walked through with this one woman, Carrie, who she helps serve teachers. That's her market. And in doing just this exercise, I reflected back to her what we had wrote down. She actually burst into tears because for the first time, not only was it so clear in terms of the value that she provides, but it struck her right at the heart level because she cares so deeply about helping these teachers, but has never had a way to be able to clearly communicate how she can properly help and serve them. And this messaging map did just that. The other fun part about this workshop is, as you've seen in many years uh, past, Shanna, we have people who actually launch brand new membership sites during the free workshop. And that inevitably will happen this year too. It's so jam-packed, but it's so fun. And you're going to come away with clarity. You're going to come away with direction. And you're going to have and be inspired by so many different stories and examples that we're going to share along the way. It's all free. It starts on April 21st. Make sure to come and join us. Well, I'm excited for it. I haven't missed one yet because I learned something new every single time that you do it. And I still can't believe that you do it for free because it is so high value. So if you want to register for that workshop, go to learnwithstu.com, learnwithstu.com. You can register for the workshop and you'll also get access to his guide on how to really start and create a membership. So you can get work done, and I hope you do, before the workshop. And when you do that, you get that guide, you sign up for the workshop, you are going to get that much more value out of the workshop because you're already going to have started to think through these things and you're going to get to listen for those little nuances that will help make all the difference in your business. Well, Stu, how can people connect with you outside of this workshop? I know you spend time on Instagram. I know you have your podcast. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Yeah, definitely the podcast, the Marketing Your Business podcast. Uh, just search it up wherever you listen to podcasts and begin digging in there. And then definitely Instagram's an easy one. It's just my name, Stu McLaren. Uh, and you'll see you know, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. You'll see lots of behind the scenes with our company, but also the fun shenanigans that we have, as well as my family life with my kids. They keep me busy too. As we were discovering right before this call, Shadow with my daughter coming down with her pajamas and getting waffles and- Yeah, getting served out of the cabinets. <laughs> hey friend, if you have an online program, you know the importance of having customer success stories and testimonials. Well, what if I told you I have a proven system that will help you unlock more stories from your program and keep them organized in a way that will allow you to have the right story for the right person at the right time? 
I want you to go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out. And when you're there, use code creators to get a special discount for being a podcast listener. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Well, Stu, that is amazing. I'm super excited for the workshop starting April 21st. Get registered for that at learnwithstu.com and make sure to connect with Stu on his podcast, Marketing Your Business Podcast. Stu, thank you so much for taking time to do this. I know you're vacationing with your family right now. And so I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. And congrats on the podcast, buddy. I'm super stoked for it. Yeah, thanks. And I look forward to seeing you in Nashville soon. Yahoo! Hey, friend. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A. L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.